Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. If I sound a little bit hoarse today, it's because I literally spent the last seven days at the American film market. You probably heard about the American film market before. You'll hear other filmmakers describe it as AFM in short. But what it is, it's essentially a trade show where producers and directors and writers and importantly producers reps and sales agents and distributors and the occasional financier, they get together as buyers and sellers in motion picture product and they move that product both domestically and internationally. And one of the things that I love to do uh, after attending AFM is to share with you some of the trends that I see in the marketplace so that you can avoid all the typical shenanigans and better plan the success of your own motion picture projects. So real quick, I'll hop into it. The big trend I'm seeing with domestic distributors is more and more they want worldwide rights. If you're gonna make money somewhere, they wanna have a piece of that. Now that's all fine and dandy if they're actually gonna prove their value, but you're gonna to have to ask the tough questions, which is, dear Mr. Distributor, I see that you specialize in domestic digital distribution. Why the heck do you want my international rights and how do you plan to move that? And they're probably gonna have some answers for you, but I would, I would suspect that oftentimes these domestic distributors, if they're playing it right, are gonna be working with international sales agents where they have a relationship and they're going to sub-distribute your content out to those international sales agents. Now, as long as all of that's disclosed and you agree to that and you're okay with that and the value is there, then by all means, that's a deal for you. But what you really wanna look out for is you wanna ask those tough questions and if there's not a plan to fully exploit your rights in places where the distributor is not strong, then you gotta think twice about that deal. So that's what I'm seeing domestically. Internationally, what I'm seeing is when these sales agents get together, oftentimes these days, it is what I'll say a low margin but high volume game. Internationally, there are all sorts of different digital platforms that are popping up. Uh, these are, you know, there's a lot of startup cash out there. Uh, you go into any country and there's usually some sort of digital platform that has deep pockets that's looking to acquire content. And it's a good opportunity for any international sales agent who has those relationships to go out and move content in bulk. And what I mean by that is instead of just selling off one or two titles and licensing it out, you know, for, for a set amount of time, they're going to move like 20 or 30 or maybe even 40 different titles all at once into that platform for a bulk discount deal. Now that sounds great, especially if you're one of the filmmakers that gets, you know, your film involved in that pile and you get distributed into that new platform. But here's the thing. If you're competing with 39 other titles that's part of that deal, that means that only 140th in this scenario, only 140th of that deal is going to come to you. And that's after the sales agents and the distributors and the platforms take their cut minus any expenses. Keep in mind that anytime you go into an international territory, and I'll use France as an example, you're going to have to have localized artwork. So you're going to have to have French artwork, and you're also probably going to have to have French subtitles. And in some cases, 
depending on the platform, they might actually require French dubs. Well, all of those expenses are what's known as recoupable expenses, and they're gonna come out of your earnings. So it's possible that you might come out of one of those deals and you might not even see any money because everybody else got their cut and you did not. So once again, due diligence, figure out who you're working with, figure out what their plan is to exploit your film before you sign on the line that is dotted, and that's gonna go a long way towards helping you. With all of this said, I'm also seeing that a lot of filmmakers are getting smarter, right? You know, just based on everything that I'm telling you, they've gone out, they've had the conversations, and they're starting to ask the tough questions. So instead of signing away rights for mere validation and a pat on the back uh, with a distributor saying, don't worry, Sonny boy, you're good enough because I'm somebody and I just signed and we just signed a deal. Why don't you go back to doing what you do and I'll focus on the business stuff. Instead of falling for those shenanigans, what smart filmmakers are doing these days are asking the tough questions. And if they want theatrical distribution, they're finding theatrical distributors that specialize in theatrical distribution and only doing a deal for the theatrical rights. Then they're finding international representation and they're only doing deals with people that specialize in international representation. And then for the domestic digital part, they're going out to these domestic digital distributors and they're saying, what is it that you're going to do to actually promote my film over and above what I could do on my own? And those are tough questions. And, and so what oftentimes happens is the domestic distributor, based on everything that I'm telling you, they don't have solid answers for any of this kind of stuff. The biggest answer that a lot of domestic distributors give you to that marketing question is twofold. One is, oh yeah, we have a, a publicist on retainer. She'll review all the titles we pick up and, and she'll probably pick two or three. And if you're the one that's picked, you're going to get some publicity. Okay, that's great, but it's not guaranteed. The second thing that all they, you know, that they seem to always uh, fall back on is, hey, we got great relationships with the platforms. We're direct with everybody, and we can, we may be able to pitch to get you special placement on the platform. And listen carefully. You're going to have to ask, is that special placement guaranteed? To the best of my knowledge, working with several different distribution companies, special placement in the platform, which is not marketing, by the way, it's called merchandising, special placement within the platform is not a guaranteed thing. So again, you want to be very cautious, but it may be that you end up doing a hybrid distribution deal where, again, you get a theatrical distributor to manage your theatrical, you get an international representation to manage everything overseas, and you do domestic digital on your own, perhaps you use a flat fee per service aggregator where you pay for your own deliverable expenses, but in exchange you get a much bigger piece of the pie without the shenanigans. You know, these are all ways that I'm seeing filmmakers getting smart and moving their product. So I'd be remiss also if I didn't mention the fact that a lot of filmmakers right now are really enamored by Netflix. I'm hearing that time and time again. How do I get on Netflix? How do I get on Netflix? And I get it. Netflix is the bell of the ball. Everybody wants to be there. But I'm just going to tell you this. Getting on Netflix is like winning the Powerball lottery. If it happens, that's going to be fantastic for you. Maybe if the deal's good, right? It's going to be good for you. But if it doesn't happen, you better darn well have some sort of some way to have a plan B, if you will, because ultimately at the end of the day, if it's meant to be, it's up to you. Um, I also want to just quickly acknowledge those of you that have been listening to this podcast for a long time. I was at the American Film Market and quite a few of you were kind enough to go out of your way to come up to me and say hello. I do apologize if I looked startled when that happened. I'm still getting used to the fact that after years of doing this podcast as one person 
oftentimes in a room sharing ideas that people are actually listening to this. So if you do approach me, just know that uh, at times, uh, like a lot of human beings, I, I can be a little bit awkward. Uh, it doesn't in any way mean that I'm not enthusiastic or, or happy to hear from you. It just means that I'm totally not used to people coming up to me going, Jason Brubaker, I listen to your podcast. And then I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, oh, really? What, what, what? Uh, anyway, uh, hopefully this was helpful. I, I wanted to make it short and sweet. But look, if you've never been to the American film market, I highly suggest you start planning on going there next year because above anything else, this industry is all about relationships and you got to meet people, you got to know people, and that's going to help you take your career to the next level. Kind of along that, along those lines, if you'd like to gain some training I think that if you know your way around film distribution, it's just going to make you stronger as a filmmaker. Even if you don't become a film distribution expert, knowing a thing or two is going to help you avoid common pitfalls and shenanigans. So to that end, um, if you're interested in this type of stuff, check out my sell your movie training system. You can, you can pick it up over at howtosellyourmovie.com. And once again, visit howtosellyourmovie.com. That's going to give you a very good edge when it comes to film distribution. And if you do take advantage of that, uh, I really, really look forward to seeing you within uh, the system. And I'll be happy to share any uh, film distribution uh, ideas or answer any film distribution questions that you might have. And with all of that said, until then, I'll talk to you soon. And as always, take action and make your movie now. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.